What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name's Kyle. We're joined tonight by John Heffernan and Drake Sanford. We're talking fantasy hoops. Uh, we took the week off last week for Thanksgiving. We're back. We're going to talk about as much basketball as we can. We'll look at some uh, some individual fantasy lineups and whatnot. We'll get to some of the news. Uh, but I'll welcome in Drake. How's, how are you doing, man? Doing great, man. Rejuvenated after the holiday weekend, ready to talk some basketball. Yeah, I needed I needed the week to reset, so now I feel kind of re re energized here. We're gonna get the basketball content pumping out as more uh, as more time. We need more games. I need more data yet on the basketball season to get into things. But John, how are we doing over there? Um, I feel the total opposite. I, I have too much data. There's too much information already from basketball. It's crazy. Well, I just I wanted to Christmas time is always when the basketball ramps up. I think it's still kind of this preseason mode that we got going on. But uh, there are some teams that are like treating it like like the real thing right now. you got, of course, Golden State 18 and two. I think that's even a better record start than they had in their 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 record setting season way back when. Uh, but the Suns right now on a 16 game win streak, I want to open up. Uh, we're talking about the Suns, and so conveniently, we get Golden State versus Phoenix tonight in about, uh, I think in about three hours, they tip off. So uh, I don't know if you guys want to talk about the Suns first, or should we should we move into something else? I mean, John was just in Phoenix, so I think yep. he needs to talk about the Suns. Yeah, we, get, we, we should definitely start with the Suns. All right. Let me, um, I'm going to pull too bright in here, but can't you tell how tan I am? <laughs> um here we go let's look at the phoenix suns again on a 16 game win streak i think they started the season one and three uh but they kind of just they just been rolling and and tonight they're going to get the the best team in the league right now so john what can you tell us about the suns it's just a good a good team like they're, they're they're so balanced this is a team that made a finals run for a lot of reasons last year and besides chris paul basically every key contributor on their roster is very young and probably still improving um the fantasy numbers don't really blow you away obviously love to see booker basically at 40 a game um but everyone else looks like you know is doing what you would expect them to do from like a fantasy performance wise um mcgee i, I guess mcgee seems to be overachieving right now but if you look at his minutes I, I it always blows me away at like how he can do what he does on like 20 minutes or less a game minutes a game <laughs> yeah it's crazy but beyond that everything looks pretty like kind of what you would expect from a team that I watched do a lot of crazy stuff last season. And it's weird. A team that's playing this well, they really only have four, maybe five guys that you can use for fantasy, but it's, it's all consolidated. They all play defense and they all kind of just, uh, I don't know. It's a team that knows each other's strengths and weaknesses and they just play good team basketball, even if it's not great fantasy basketball. Uh, but I'm going to have to watch this game tonight. Drake, did you have anything to add on the Phoenix Suns? Well, um, you know, maybe from a fantasy perspective in a draft position, is DeAndre Ayton kind of a disappointment right now? Well, he missed a good chunk of time. Uh, I think that was – was that something uh, contract or COVID-related? I can't remember. It doesn't say any news here. <laughs> I um, think it might have been COVID-related. Yeah, it was one of the two. Um but yeah, he's. I mean, in the last seven days, he's only been averaging twenty-four points per game. Didn't didn't have the greatest game last time he went out. But um, a second, third, third round pick maybe for most people. Uh, let me see here, fourth round pick in this league. Um, but it looks like he's underperforming. Mikhail Bridges though, averaging thirty point six. That looks pretty good. I think he was a yeah. He's an eighth round pick, so he's humming along. 
uh, pretty well there. And then I don't know, Chris Paul, you're, you're getting what you expected out of Chris Paul, uh, a fourth round pick. So it looks like uh, Paul and Aiton kind of went in the same range, but it looks like Paul's performing better. Uh, and then as far as like, but I think you probably expect Aiton to improve that, and we know Chris Paul is probably staying. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna stay steady, Eddie. Yeah. But uh, no blocks in the last four games for DeAndre Aiton. That's kind of weird. Um, so he'll, he'll get some things going. He'll probably be end up end up in the high 30s, kind of like Booker, I would imagine. Uh, it's just kind of disappointing that, like, I, I think Jay Crowder's been a guy that's been bounced off a, a lot of teams. I'm just looking down here. He's been – kind of you know bounced around a lot of teams right now but nobody's really sticking so it's it, they got four or five dudes that are staying uh in our fantasy lineups but let's uh, i guess since we're here let's take a peek at golden state because that's the uh the headlining game tonight um and they they're kind of the same they have about five or six guys that are very useful here uh i don't see either you guys don't have any of these guys on your teams uh, but it looks like only four players are rostered here. Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond Green, Steph Curry. Uh, what's Otto Porter Jr.? Uh, John, have you been able to watch any Golden State lately? I haven't seen a single Golden State game in like two weeks, but um, I definitely was looking at trying to pick up Otto Porter Jr. today. I was kind of considering him among a couple other players and um, really liked that most recent game. He just played with 18 points. So I thought mm -hmm. that that really stood out to me. Um, apparently he's coming back from injury or something. I was reading his blurb earlier and I think he's like coming back from injury. So if he can get, you know, he's a guy who is an incredible role player. I, I really liked what he did as a, a couple years ago with wall and Beal as the third banana. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there's interesting upside for like the fourth, fifth banana on this warriors team, especially when clay comes back. Uh, and I don't see why Otto Porter couldn't like just hold that spot down the rest of the season. Mm -hmm. um, someone sits out a game or two. I don't know. Uh, he's just a guy I, I kind of like, um, but we'll see what happens. He's, he's He has been injured a lot and not very useful a lot the last two years. So, Do we have an update on James Wiseman? Is So him and Wiseman and Clay were sent to the um, G League team, but – Wiseman himself, um, well, this is Sunday's news. So I, I think that means that they're going to probably, um, you know, ramp it up, play, you know, do some practices with the G League team, and then eventually just play. Um, yeah. So it sounds like he has not yet been cleared for five-on-five -five work. It does sound like he's doing three-on-three -three stuff, but nothing like full live speed five-on-five. -five. But that was Sunday's news, and then I yeah. sent you guys that blurb today. Right, so that, so that might have been updated, and ESPN hasn't updated. I don't know, um, but they're both down with the G League to um, ramp up the rehab. So, so maybe sometime December we'll be getting uh, Wiseman and Clay Thompson back. So that that's scary to think about a team that's eighteen and two, uh, getting two stud players like that back. So that's going to be fun. Um, and then I guess since we uh, we we kind of hopped into Phoenix, we hopped into Golden State. Uh, do we want to just do what we normally do and just take a peek at some of the standings and kind of just get refreshed here, get in loose into the show, looking at the East, uh, the Nets and the Bulls continue to pace uh, the East here. But Miami, the Wizards slip back a little bit. They're five and five in their last 10 games. The Bucks are surging back to the top of the charts here. They're eight and two over their last five games on a seven game win streak. Charlotte Hornets. Uh, John was talking about uh, Bucks Hornets tomorrow night, I believe, right? Yes. Um, yeah. So that's 7 p.m. Central time. Ladies and gentlemen, 
the Hornets are seven and three in their last 10 games and they're on a two game losing streak. So they, they're actually, you know, playing pretty well minus the last two games. Uh, and then you just got this big thick mess of teams uh, hovering just slightly above 500 here. Uh, and it kind of just continues to taper off Detroit, Orlando. We're going to kind of just forget about these guys, but it's looking pretty solid uh, from everybody from the Pacers on up uh, Drake, uh, your Cavs on a two game win streak. How, how, how are the Cavs looking at the moment? Uh, they're looking like they did in the early season. Um, they got Markkanen, Mobley, and Love back. So that's a huge thing. They lost Sexton for the year. But Ricky Rubio has been really filling into that role. Uh, excellent. And so is Garland. So, you know, they, they have a chance to, you know, kind of probably be that, that fringe team. And Kevin Love has been playing now for the last couple of weeks, it looks yep. like. So he's uh, kind of hovering around 20 minutes per game. That looks good. I know Markinen came back. He's been playing pretty well too, but really picking up the scoring. He's at, you know, in the 20s here. So that's been kind of the missing piece for scoring that uh, Colin Sexton lost up. Uh, but why is why is Ricky Rubio only 55% rostered? Um, that's what I'm not understanding. He's kind of on a downtrend over the last week or two, but man, he's, he was putting up some massive numbers earlier. Well, I mean, more guys came back. Rubio right. was putting up huge points and they were losing, so... And then I'm trying to see if anything else sticks out. Like they they have a legit like top five, top six uh, group of fantasy players here. And then Chede, who I was able to pick up not too long ago. I don't know what his issue now. He's got a back issue, uh, but he's a guy here that's only four percent rostered. And uh, when he plays, he's he's gonna play pretty well for you in fantasy league. So check out uh, him if he's available on your waiver wires. Uh, John, any quick thoughts on the Cavs? Uh, get Lamar Stevens while you can. Lamar Stevens. Uh, I just, no, I, I honestly, I still am pretty naive to this young man, but uh, apparently he's a rookie, and um, I got a top shot moment of his. I think I got two, so I'm I'm bullish now on this on this guy. Who's a rookie last year? Sure, let's go. Second year, he's twenty. That's fine. <laughs> it's acceptable. Uh, man, I, I forgot to mention at the top of the show, but uh, we should talk Lakers real quick. LeBron James is in the COVID protocols here, so he's out for who knows how long. Uh, so uh, Justin says, welcome to the Russ show. <laughs> uh, Lakers about to be the fourth seed after tonight. Uh, we'll see. I did want to uh, – I was frustrated. We were talking before the show. Uh, I dropped Talon Horton Tucker, uh, I think, yesterday, and I wish I could have him back. Uh, but, John, what are we looking at with the Lakers, no LeBron? Uh, they've kind of been without LeBron sporadically throughout the season so far, so we kind of already have a good glimpse here. And I think Talon Horton Tucker is probably the biggest beneficiary of this, but uh, what can we expect from the Lakers uh, while LeBron's away? Well, I, mean, I think uh, whoever who mentioned it in the chat is right. It's the rush show. Uh, he's going to take over. He's going to dominate the ball. Um, and then Anthony Davis is going to keep shooting jump shots. And right now he's shooting like the worst. I think he somehow has like one of the worst shooting percentages on like mid-range shots um, for someone who's shot, you know, over 100 of those so far or 50 of those so far, whatever, like of all time or, you know, maybe a top like 10 or bottom 10 performance historically. It's some sort of like ridiculously shitty shooting percentage. So I kind of feel like he's going to recover. He's going to, his shooting is going to improve. His offense is going to improve like this to me, 47 and a half or like 47 and a half is like Anthony Davis floor games right now. So, mm-hmm. um, Especially with LeBron out, he just he just he just has to he has to get the ball. He has to do more stuff. 
or else they're just going to lose all these games. So uh, you can't rely on Russell to be a one-man show <laughs> as much as much fun as that could be sometimes. Um, and Horton Tucker, yeah, I think you're right. He's gonna he's gonna get more playing time. Carmelo seems to be. I feel like if, even when LeBron missed games earlier, Carmelo still gets the same minutes. So I feel like his role's unchanged. Um, but he should, you know, he should get more shots as a result. So those are what, some of the guys I think that might benefit. What about this guy, Drake? Drake knows Malik Monk pretty well. Uh, I think last year he was on and off our teams a lot, but he's playing some good minutes in like 44 minutes, 34 minutes, 31. Uh, this is a guy here's pretty consistent part of this rotation right now. And his, his numbers, the last few games have been going up uh, only 4% rostered. So if you need to steal someone for a night, you just want to add him for the one game or, or hold on to him for a second. I think you have two more games this week. Malik Monk's a guy to look into uh, maybe even Carmelo Anthony, uh, but Drake, any final thoughts on the Lakers? No, you know, it's pretty top-heavy, as we can see here. But I, I like the Monk thoughts. He's probably going to get more minutes with LeBron out, too. I don't know if his minutes depend on LeBron being in there or not. But he, uh, he's him and Horton Tucker are the youngest ones of this group. So they'll, they'll get some time in here. So and uh, probably worth the end of the list. It looks like we got a question from our guy, Glenn uh yep here saying when's ruri achimura coming back should we take a peek at the uh beloved washington wizards here let's see thomas bryant's probably scheduled back to come soon too but i don't know if we're going to care about him for fantasy um so we have ruri achimura uh this is from november this is from today uh he won't play against the t-wolves he did not travel with the wizards on their four-game road trip um so he's going to remain out when they return home um, so that might be tomorrow night. Um, yeah, he's yeah. he's in this um, lull, and it's it's not injury related. I think it's a like it says a personal um, kind of thought, but yeah, not injury related. It, it's hard to um, to know when it's something like that. But from what I read, and I think I heard it today, that he's expected back here probably this week. Okay, so he's only uh, Glenn. He's only seven percent rostered here. If you're looking at having him. Uh, you can pick him up, and then it, it sucks, but he's labeled out. So if you do have an IR spot, you can slide him down there and wait and see. I think that's we're, we're all probably going to go do this after the show. We're probably going to go look and see what Ruri is doing. Uh, but if you have the IR spot, I would say it, it's worth stashing and holding on. Uh, and then while we're here, I do want to look at Thomas Bryant real quick. Looks like they're saying no recent news. He had the ACL tear last year, so I think uh, we're probably not going to be relying on him. Um but interesting. So while we're here, I think I, I heard that in the same report, Bryant would be back in December. Really? So well, let me see if there was was that anything on Ruri Achimura's reports? It was the same. Yeah, it was the same. Um, it was the Wizards beat writer. Uh, he was talking on. I listened to a serious thing all day. Um, serious radio. Not that it's serious, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were talking about Rui, and they said they thought he would be back this week. You know, you never know. But um, they said Bryant was looking like he'd be back December. So, I mean, okay. that's a whole month. But Excellent. Something to monitor. And he's about a like, – I guess it's now about a full calendar year since he tore his ACL last year. So, I don't know uh, if he's going to be – you know, he's probably not going to be thrust into big minutes or anything right away. But the Wizards uh, getting two really nice young pieces back. Uh, potentially some good news for them. And then uh, just to answer Glenn's question real quick, uh, on the Wiseman thing, we think he's coming back in the next week or two. Uh, he's he's going to be entering the G League. 
and it sounds yeah. like uh, – Give it two weeks, Glenn. Yeah, something – in- I think he's back. Mid-December. For two weeks, yeah, mid-December. Yeah, I, I think I think I think two weeks for both him and for Clay. Like, yeah. And uh, we're I don't think they come to... back just for the Christmas game. Right, they come right. Back before that. Right. So maybe Smelling the Warriors and Steve Kerr, they're not going to try to make this a big thing. And the teams, the teams playing really well, eighteen and two. There's no desperation to get you know wins on the board. So another thing to think of is. Clay and Wiseman have never played together, but they're going to get to yeah. now in the G League. So let them. And do you uh, think anyone else is getting the ball <laughs> when those two are on the court? So they're gonna they're gonna get some uh, good uh, camaraderie here. Shooting and rebounding. Share a hotel room. Um, let's see what else we got in the comments here? Bones Highland. Having solid games, uh, DeAndre Bembry, Mari looks here. Yeah, uh, but yo, know, I was watching some uh, Nuggets, um, Nuggets Heat highlights from last night, and Bones Highland hit like at least two bombs from like thirty. Is feet. that the best name in basketball? Probably. Can anyone can be. beat that? Bones Highland is real good. <laughs> and Look at that. It's uh, it's definitely not consistent, but when it's good, it's pretty good. <laughs> um. So, so it looks like when he actually gets the minutes. Right. Um, I don't know if, if his minutes depend on somebody particularly, but. Um, they might increase. I mean, Porter Jr. is done. Yeah. Let's let's talk about Denver here and what, what what's going to be going on for that. He's done for the full year. So, um, you know, what Jeff Green's probably the guy that is. One he of can't the play players. the full season. Like, right. Green's that. I mean, he's playing a lot. Holy crap! Yeah. So, like, this was a guy. Like, I picked him up and I dropped him. Unfortunately, like, I just used him for one game last night. I didn't care for the result. The twelve point seven five. You got to get out of here. Um, but <laughs> this guy's probably going to stick around for thirty minutes or so per game here. Uh, I probably should have been a little bit more patient with him. He had been putting up some nice minutes here in some points: twenty four, thirty nine, and twenty one. Uh, but if you need somebody. He's only 3.4% rostered here, so I think Jeff Green is a good play. I don't know why. Why is Aaron Gordon only 44% rostered? He He's probably one of the best pickups if he's available uh, for you. But, John, uh, what, what what do we make of this Denver Nuggets lineup here with uh, officially no more Michael Porter Jr.? Uh, Jokic is very lonely. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a it's – a... Bones Highland is aptly named. It's like a graveyard kind of like it's a bad, it's a bad roster talent wise. Um, Gordon is the next best player, and he's I mean he can't shoot. Um, he's better now than he's ever been, but he still really can't shoot. I, I think I think they'll still win games, but I don't know what kind of guys here you can rely on fantasy wise. Gordon Gordon is solid. Like you can get him off the waiver wire, sure, but. Um, I feel like most competitive leagues, he's got to be rostered by now, given the given the Porter Jr. injury news. So, um, I, I agree with you on know, Jeff Green. He seems like he's the biggest uh, beneficiary in new in new minutes because of the injury. So, I think that could be something that will stick. And he has spent, I mean, earlier in his career, super injury prone, but lately, last like four or five years, he is he just socks up or soaks up minutes and soaks up games. So he's really an interesting fantasy asset. If this team continues to have injury issues. <laughs> so I just filtered by minutes per game over the last seven days. Uh, Aaron Gordon leads the team with 35.7. Will Barton 
Uh, Barton's only 68% rostered, so there's a small chance he gets dumped in one of your leagues. Go add him. Um, Jokic here at three. Jeff Green at 31.7. Monte Morris, the point guard, uh, he's about 13.5% rostered here, and he's getting 30 minutes per game, and it's been very consistent and steady here. So if you play in 10 or 12-man leagues, this is like a fringe end of the, end of the roster guy. Uh, again, only 13% rostered, so he should be looked at. I uh, still don't know what's going on with Compazzo here. It looks like he has been uh, getting steady minutes the last five games. So this is a for a ten man league. This like this is a fringe end of the roster guy here for you. So it looks like he uh, he could be beneficial coming up for you guys. But I, Bones Highland twenty one minutes, Jamichael Green twenty one minutes kind of falls off. Um, what's going on with Jamal Murray, John? You're, you've been holding on to Jamal here. Do we have any updates on Jamal? I don't really pay attention. Uh, yeah, there's no news. Last time I checked a month ago, there was no news. So okay, um, I, I'm not really sure. I haven't really investigated beyond the fantasy app. So because ESPN has no news, I have no news. Um, but I think last I read, which was like months ago, I think he was supposed to come back. You know, potentially like All Star break at the earliest. So I was interested yeah. in in that, and he's holding down an IR spot. So. What the the Nuggets need to make a trade uh, for something to to redo this, or what? What are you doing with the Nuggets trick? I I don't think. I mean, they already made that trade. That trade was last year for Aaron Gordon, um, and Aaron Gordon was supposed to be with these guys, and it's. Uh, I I don't know where they go from here. I think they kind of stay as this uh, Joker led. Fringe team. Uh, I mean, Porter was actually terrible this yeah. year before he got injured, too, um, after they paid him the max. So uh, if I'm the GM of the Nuggets right now, mm-hmm. I'm going full 2K, mm-hmm. and I'm grabbing picks and trading people and calling it. But that won't happen because they're a playoff team. Be yeah, a- and with the team, yeah. they got they got the joker. Like, they yeah. have to at least put some effort in. They're going to be – They have – Kind of failed the Joker, right? Yeah. Yes. But, you know, what, what do they do? They tried to make the move. They brought in Gordon. Okay, we have a fourth piece now. And just and now, injuries, you know, real things. back injuries. And I think, what was – did Jamal get hurt in the playoffs? Yes, he Ooh, tore it yeah. in the playoffs, yeah. Yeah. So, I, that's just tough luck. It is unfortunate, but uh, – At I least see- they got legal, you know. We got that going for him. We got ways to cope. But, uh, <laughs> Justin's asking Golden State or Suns tonight. Drake, we I'm going. Got- I'm going Golden State tonight, and the only reason why is because I was reading some interesting stats today about teams that just went on a huge, like the Suns have been on the road for a while, right? And the first game back, it's like I think it was like a 38 percent win rate after a huge road trip, your first home game back. So that's the only reason, because I think these two are the best teams right now in the West. And, uh, John, who you got? Um, I, I That's interesting, Drake. I was going to say Suns, but... Uh, I think you should go with the Suns. This one's, on win streak. this one's in Phoenix, Drake. They do play the Suns uh, on Friday, so maybe... No, that's what I was saying. Phoenix has been on a road trip, haven't they? Um... Oh, not that bad. So Phoenix, hold on. Where are we? So Phoenix, they've been on a four-game road trip. Four-game all over. 
San Antonio, Cleveland, New York, and Brooklyn. So I, I'm leaning Phoenix. That makes sense to me. John, did you uh, want to put a, a name on this one, Golden State or Phoenix? I'm, I'm, taking, Phoenix, I'm taking Phoenix 100%. Um, you know, the one thing that debunks that stat that I'm just totally making up here, I have no, nothing to reference, uh, you stay two nights in New York, that's that's the most that's a fun spot to stay. You come home, you fuck shit up. And uh, I don't, they gotta. I don't, what's the longest win streak? Uh, I can't. I don't know off the top of my head. But on a sixteen, I, I think it's. I think it's twenty plus. I think it's like maybe twenty six. I think it might be the Miami Heat that uh, that Heatles team did it. I'm pretty sure. Um, I think. I'm gonna. If someone fact check me because that could be crazy wrong. It sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm just pulling up. We got uh, a drop one question and Fernie. I think that's Simons here. Or is that Simmons and Simmons? Am I just doing something stupid here? Um, you already know you were looking at Simmons earlier today, Kyle. Oh, I didn't look at him. I just I just click on the name and then I, I just move on my merry way. If they trip my sensors, I just add them to the list and we'll talk about them later. Uh, but of these three guys here, uh, he's asking to drop one. Uh, Melton's averaging the least amount of points over the last seven days. Over the last 15 days, uh, it's a tie between Melton and Jeff Green. So, uh, does anyone I'm, stick? I'm keeping. Here? I'm keeping Simons. I'm starting him, and um, yeah, then I'm probably dropping Melton just because we just had a big Jeff Green love fest. So we probably should, <laughs> we should probably roll a Jeff Green. Uh, I, I'm cool with that, John. Uh, do you have any reason to keep Melton over the other two? This is a tough one. Um, I, think, I think we'll look at Memphis next after this. So we'll t- we'll kind of talk about the job. I think I, I think I'd probably I, I've been watching Melton a lot because I'm the the jaw owner in our league, and so I'm trying to find crafty ways to replace him. And I've been really disappointed with Melton so far. It's been what like three games, two games. I don't know. He not a lot of runway there, but. Um, I just I've been disappointed with what I've kind of seen on the stat sheet so far. I, I'm sure he could turn it around, but I think I'm going to cut him. And the minutes have been sub twenty the last couple games here, so I think I think we can find brighter days. So we'll we'll let Melton go. Uh, Justin's asking when is Harrison Barnes and Norman Powell coming back? Do either of you guys hold Powell? Uh, I thought Drake had him at one point. I did. Uh, it looks like um, looks like. Diggity Dalton's got him in uh, yeah, he, my yeah, he saw me drop him. Uh, Dalton says hello. He's in the chat room here. Uh, he says he wants the number one seed there, John. That's a curse. You don't want that. Um, but looking at this real quick, I'm looking at Norman Powell. Um, not available for Tuesday's game. Um, oh, also, yeah. Uh, thank you, Dalton. I appreciate that. That's kind. Uh, I think you're going to win this week, but we'll see. I, I, I don't. I just got THT, which was apparently good. So watch out, I guess. We'll see. Uh, it sounds like Norman Powell's going to be back on Thursday, or at least has a chance to play on Thursday. Harrison Barnes, real quick here. He's listed as doubtful for tonight. Uh, he's got that foot injury. Uh, he's they play of, again tomorrow, too. Yeah, so that might be it. Week, so. That might be it. So he'll, he's going to probably play in the next game or two. Uh, yeah. And then we got a question on Maxi Kleba. Is uh, also Maxi Kleber is good without KP. Uh, let me let me pull that up. Let's take a look at uh, the Dallas Mavericks here, dude. Go! I, I I say always go get Kleber. You never know. 
Porzingis is always like two footsteps away from being out for the season. So go get Kleber at all times. And the four game sample here is pretty nice. Uh, he's going to, you know, he's not going to wow you in any statistic, but uh, the six assists one game is pretty nice here. He's been getting a block in every game. So that's kind of nice as well. Uh, just a healthy, you're going to get probably one stinker in there, but uh, it looks like he's, he's worth a, a, a roster spot in 10 or 12 man leagues. Again, 3% rostered here. So I do like the Kleber call. Uh, Justin got back to us. He says the 33 win streak was uh, the Lakers in the 71-72 season, and then the Miami Heat uh, are second with 26 wins in a row. So we're not. There you even, go. Thank you, Justin. Even, uh, Thank you, Justin. We're not even close there. And then, uh, whoa, Pele! What is? Oh, what a wild Pele appears here, saying the road goes through the defending champion. Oh my! Oh, uh, love that. Love that. We'll we'll see what happens. We got a lot I of season it. left, man. I uh, love to see it. Didn't we put an asterisk on that championship last year or something? I think we uh, tried to. I can't remember. I think that it was the Russell asterisk, yeah. I believe. I can't recall exactly. but We didn't really believe it, so we <laughs> chose not to accept it. Uh, but uh, John John ducked out. He might have been uh, – he was interesting and interested in talking about the Memphis Grizzlies and the absence of John Morant, so maybe Drake and I can uh, kind of try and fill the void here. But uh, it's unfortunate. Do we have an exact, like – timetable here uh it does say no timetable for john morant it's not season ending so that's good news i guess we're just gonna have to check in and he's gonna be kind of considered week to week uh but drake like right off the top of your head like how do you replace a guy like john morant is probably gonna be a committee uh for sure yeah i I would think you know tyus jones in the past has kind of we've all had tyus jones on our teams i think one point or the other he'll probably start filling that void um usually does pretty well for uh morant so you uh, know, for, for this team is actually kind of deep they have like maybe 10 players that they use on the regular here mm-hmm. uh, but john since you bounced back with us we're we're just looking at john morant and, and asking the question how do the memphis memphis grizzlies replace him they can't replace him with just one player they're going to do it by committee uh, but for fantasy who are the guys that we care about? Uh, so far, John Morant's missed uh, two games, I guess. They played tonight yet, but the last two games, I'm just kind of looking through the numbers and seeing who sticks out. But what are your thoughts there on the John Morant news? Yeah, I think uh, I think Drake makes a really good point about Tyus Jones. I think he should be someone – he would be the guy that's kind of performing poorly so far, like 20 points or less or around 20 points that I would probably keep my eyes on the most. <laughs> Um, Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks, I think will get a lot more shots as a result of this. And Bain is one of like the most efficient shooters in in the NBA, especially from the three points. So I think he could potentially see a really interesting uptick. Um, but you know, Jared, Jaron Jackson is kind of the last like central offensive player on this roster. So hopefully, you know, he has another gear that he can get to scoring-wise. You know, he's three games in a row in the, in the teens. He needs to be three games in, the, in a row in the low 20s. So right. can he do that going forward? And maybe. He's got he's got some crazy offensive tools, and he's like 7-1. <laughs> um, so I just filtered by minutes over the last seven days. Desmond Bain, he needs to be added uh, in pretty much – all formats, I think, right now, 8, 10, 12-man leagues. Like, I don't care. He's only 33% rostered, but he leads the team in minutes over the last seven days. So 
Uh, also about 25 fantasy points per game in our scoring format here. So he's been one of the better uh, Grizzly players. There's Jaron Jackson, of course. Dylan Brooks, though, he's only uh, 35% rostered as well. So I think both shooting guards, you're going to replace John Morant with a couple shooting guards and, and sprinkles of Tyus Jones. So those three guys all probably carry some weight going forward. We kind of we kind of we kind of benched De'Anthony Melton here. I, I do think the minutes are going to be around 20 minutes per game, uh, but you're looking at this range of, you know, probably 14 to 26 points like we see here. So if you need someone for a game or two, uh, perhaps it can be Melton. Uh, are we are we done with Kyle Anderson? Um, let me see the numbers here. I've always been done with Kyle Anderson. Last year, last year he did put up some good numbers, but they kind of have too, just too many names and too many faces now. I don't does, I don't even know if he starts for them. John, does he start? No, he hasn't been playing much. And uh, the only reason he balled out at the end of last year was because Ja was out. And Kyle Anderson is, like, surprisingly a, a solid kind of point guard-esque player, like point forward type, if you will. Um, so I think he, if he gets minutes and Ja's not on the floor, he is essentially the de facto point guard on the court. So if he gets minutes – at any time now, he could be really interesting fantasy wise. I would, he's probably, him and Tyus Jones are the two most interesting guys, in my opinion, that like, you know, aren't doing much at this moment. So this is strange. They have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine guys averaging more than 18 minutes per game over the last seven days. So it's almost <laughs> like they're almost spreading themselves too thin. Uh, they don't have anybody averaging more than 28 minutes per game here. So it almost seems like they need to double down and stop playing with some of these um, some of these lower guys. Here. Unless let the boys have, watch. Let the boys watch. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Any final thoughts here on Memphis? Or uh, would you guys like to start calling out some teams to look at? Let's go look at the Heat. Let's go look at the El Heat, hey? Uh, I, I yeah, I'll, I'll say this as we move over. Dude, uh, Bane is the perfect two guard for Ja. They, they're a match made in heaven. And I think Bane was drafted either this year or last year. He's very young. That could be a really fun group to watch in the future. Mm -hmm. I think he's a second-year player. Um, but uh, Drake, what are, we, what are we curious about looking at for Miami? I have no idea. I just wanted to look at him. All right. So uh, over the last seven days leading, they got five guys. So here's the difference. Like Miami has five dudes averaging more than 30 minutes per game. Memphis has zero. Uh, so the Heat are just, you know, pouring it into their top five players. Jimmy Butler, Adebayo, Tyler Hero, uh, Kyle Lowry, Max Struess. Uh, what is going on here? Well, Struess is obviously the big, big five part of it. Yeah, but um, so <laughs> this is Is he taking Duncan minutes? He's getting 31 minutes in both. He's taking Tucker minutes too. The points are there. A couple rebounds and assists and a couple steals per game here. Uh, what's going on here? Duncan is now shifting to about 28.8 minutes per game. Um, so they're still running two uh, heavy shooting guards out there. But interesting. Struess only two per. Where's where's uh, where's Robert Owens when we need him? Um, <laughs> in his 14 man league, this is the pickup, is it not? Yeah, that's, that's a pickup. true. Yeah, absolutely. You would think of competitive fourteen man. This guy would be not available, but he's he's. I mean, Spolstra, If he finds a guy, he's playing him. So right. I don't. I don't think Max Struess just disappears here. What's this Gabe Vincent about here, John? What can you tell us about Sweet Gabe Vincent? Well, I just think like they have a couple guys who they fill in at that four or five spot, whether it's the uh, the, the starters of the bench and Vincent Struess, um, 
PJ for the Tuckers, PJ Tucker for the starters specifically, and Caleb Martin, those are kind of just like random utility knives they have in their pocket that they just throw in whenever they need to. So mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know much about any one of them, but I think, you know, right now Struce is the hot hand, and I would like to see which one of these guys is ends the season on top and like is their playoff rotation piece. Okay. And then uh, are we expecting Oladipo to play anytime soon? Um, I think so. He's got a injury. There's still no timeline on his season debut. This was from the 13th of November. So like still nothing really going to be one of those, you know, we see this all the time with basketball. He's just going to be one of those poppers one day. It's like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. We're playing Oladipo. Yep. He's back. And I don't think he plays probably much right away, but as you guys can see, this isn't a terribly deep team. No. So if, He's healthy and playing. He's gonna get minutes. He's gonna get minutes, meaningful minutes. Um, yeah. Imagine if Oladipo got all of Gabe Vincent's minutes. That would be good for any team. <laughs> yeah. I don't know this, this Gabe Vincent. Let's let's. I just want to dive in a little. Can we bit. get him on the show? <laughs> no, we can talk to his agent and see if we can uh, if we can land a Sunday afternoon or something. Uh, but it, from what it looks like, he has been playing a lot of ball for them over the last uh, month of November here, uh, and especially the last two games, 29 minutes and 31 minutes. His scoring has been up uh, over the last couple of weeks here. Not a big categories guy, but uh, the steals seem to be something that he's able to to pick up frequently. So he's getting us points and steals. Yeah, and then the assist numbers have been kind of trickling up a little bit too. So maybe maybe this is a category guy. I don't know. Right, he's hitting three of them. Yeah, he's hitting uh, he's hitting a handful of things here. So something to monitor going forward. I'll hit the I'll tap the interested here. Um, but uh, so Drake picked Miami. Uh, John, do you have a team for us to to dive into? Western Eastern Conference does not matter. Um, let's go take a look at the. Have we looked at the Bucks yet? Uh, I was saving them. We can uh, let's, yeah, let's let's, let's look at the Bucks. I can't, I can't wait anymore. And we do have – so we got about 10 more minutes left in the show before I get ready for the football show tonight. Uh, but the Bucks, winners of, I think, eight of their last ten. They're on a seven-game win streak right now. Things are clicking. Uh, Middleton back, Bobby Portis. And just John, tell us tell us what the Bucks have been up to. Well, Bobby Portis has been the most kind – of, I'd say him and Connaughton have been the most impressive pieces on the roster because you just didn't really expect them to be this good. Um, and uh, Grayson Allen is hitting literally like two threes a game to start the season. He had like a, a double digit streak of games in a row with uh, two threes a game. I'm not sure if he's still on it, but he's still shooting great. Um, the rest of the roster is doing exactly what you'd expect it to do. And while I love what Bobby Portis is doing in the regular season, like as long as Brooke Lopez is out, he's a must own fantasy guy right now. I just this team needs Brooke to win in the playoffs. So hopefully he comes back healthy whenever he's ready. <laughs> any any word on uh, Demarcus uh, Cousins? I know he's he's joining the team. I'm not sure if he's going to play minutes. I, there's a lot of, in my opinion, there's a lot of uh, center minutes available on this roster. Like I love Bobby, but I just he needs to. He needs to play more, more power forward or center with Giannis exclusively. Yeah. So, um, you know, when Giannis is off the court, I, I would hope for a different center in there. 
Um, so love the idea of getting Cousins. I, they, they've acquired him, and I hope he can get on the court, and I'd love to see what he could do. Uh, I'm sure what to expect, but he's a good, he's a better passer than anyone has ever given him credit for in his t- entire life. And he's arguably probably a better like three point shooter than anyone's really ever given him credit for in his life. So uh, those are two things the Bucks offense takes advantage of. So if he could, he could come in, I, I do not expect him to be useful on defense, but uh, maybe a couple assists, certainly rebounds, certainly the points, you know, he could easily clear 20, 25 fantasy points a game for a short period of time. Uh, and then well, his blocks, have, I mean, he's averaging a good amount of blocks over the last uh, seven days here, but he's a guy that can do everything. I don't know why he's only 57% rostered. He's a guy that probably needs to be added in all formats right now. Uh, again, he's he's fourth on the Bucks right now in minutes per game. Uh, George Hill coming in at five or and fifth with the minutes per game. Uh, probably not a guy you want to add uh, in eight-man or ten-man leagues, but maybe for 12 if you need him for a night or two. And then you did touch on Pat Connaughton, who I don't know why Pat's only 18% rostered. He's a guy that's been – his scoring has been more consistent than it's been in the past here, and he's a guy that just gives you hustle with all kinds of rebounds and steals and blocks. Um, so he's the guy that I wanted to highlight. And then uh, anything else from the Bucks? Or do we have any update on Dante DiVincenzo? No update on DiVincenzo, but I do know Justin Robinson is off the roster or like has been like fully demoted to the G League. I'm not totally sure. I think they actually might have like released him. Um, Planned to waive him on Monday. So that yeah, was yesterday. Yeah. So that's uh, possible rumblings of DiVincenzo entering the fold here. No, no they, they, no, they brought someone else in. Um, no. I don't know who the hell they brought in, but they brought someone Didn't else in. they bring in him? The Giorgios? Yeah. No, he's been there. He's yeah, been there. He's been. Are there. they signed him from the G League? Oh, they signed. Yeah. Huh. Oh well, yeah. But yes, they brought that. That very well could have been the move. Yeah. Okay, so maybe at some point in the month of December we get Dante DiVincenzo back, and uh, of course Brooke Lopez. We're just hoping that we can get him back and, and ready for the playoffs. He's kind what of. What about Jordan Nawawa? Nawawa. Nawawa just got signed to the G League. He just got assigned to the G League. Dang. Interesting. Well, he Nora. needs he needs to Nora. get back. Is that what it is? Nora. Nora. Yeah, Nora. Um, but I don't know, man. The Bucks are fun. Um, they're playing the best basketball of the season at the moment right now. So we got five minutes left in the show. Any final thoughts, you guys, or uh, maybe one last team we can sneak in and look at real quick? Um, you know, we had some Knicks talk. Yeah, what's up with Minnesota? Seven and three in their last ten games. They're the sixth seed in the West. We kind of counted them out for a while, but uh, they're the sixth seed in the West right now. Anthony Edwards is the real deal. Should we take a um, peek? KT's healthy. I believe Russell's healthy. Yeah, Russell's and playing and doing great. They're. I mean, this is what they wanted. This is what they imagined, and it's coming together. So, um, so I picked up uh, the great Jared Vanderbilt. Uh, I don't think he's playing tonight, but he had been on a bender uh, since the 18th of November, just putting up uh, a high in, in the high 20s for minutes. And then just the rebounding column has been fantastic, uh, averaging more than 10 rebounds per game. He gets steals. Look at the steal column uh, as well as the block. So this guy's a really active defender. Uh, and then if he does get uh, a, a bunch of points, it's going to be a good night. But I just, I, I really think for categories or any kind of defensive boosted leagues, like this is a guy uh, that could really help your team out right now. And he's playing good minutes. Uh, but John, any thoughts on the T-Wolves? 
Jared Vanderbilt is who I thought uh, Jaden McDaniels was going to be. So, and uh, and yeah, that's an impressive little streak he's on right now, Uh, especially to the point you made it all like the steals consistently. Um, He seems like a very good defensive player. Um, So, I'm interested to see what he can do if he can keep getting minutes. So we got some Malik Beasley updates. He he had a he had a big game here of 29 points on the 24th. Uh, but if you look at his stats over the last seven days, they are uh, surpassing his averages on the season. So he's averaging almost five more minutes per game, almost five more points per game. But the same in rebounds, assists are down. Some of the other stats are down. But he had that big spike here of 29 points. Maybe that's a sign of uh, maybe some better things to come. I'm not sure. Just wanted to throw him out there. Because uh, he is, he's kind of the fifth guy getting minutes there. So if you want someone that plays a lot, Elite Beasley could be the guy. But uh, I don't know. Any final thoughts, real quick, before we move on? We got we got time for one more team. Uh, either of you want to throw one out? We can we can do it. Hornet Hornets are always fun. Charlotte Hornets, let's do it. Cha cha. All right, John, what are we looking at? Well, it always starts with Lamelo, I think. But uh, Rogier has been having an awesome season, not only you know last seven games, but across the the course of the season. Um, and uh, Miles Bridges has obviously been having the best year of his career. And I've I think I've said on this show, I think he will win uh, Most Improved Player of the Year, and I stand behind that. So, and he has just been keeping it up. Uh, the scoring has been down of late here, but everything else is kind of the same. Uh, I just wanted to say Terry Rozier has been going nuts the last uh, five games or so. You see uh, three games over 30 points, one 27-point game, uh, just taking it up another level here. So good news for Terry Rozier. Uh, Kelly Oubre, though, this is the guy that probably bounced around a lot of teams earlier in the season, but he's over the last four games, he's starting to hit his stride. The minutes are up, the points are up, kind of everything looking really good for Kelly Oubre. He's under 40% rostered. Uh, Drake, you don't have any. It doesn't look like you have any Hornets here. But uh, what, what do we make of the Charlotte Hornets? They've been a fun team to watch and kind of follow. Um, you know, I, I just kind of follow their boss scores from afar right now because I, I don't have any their players. But, um, yeah, I kind of agree with everything that's been said there. So Scary Terry. And then you got uh, Oubre and Bridges, who's – Kind of coming into his own in the league, finally. You know, he was high recruit at Michigan State, and he played pretty well there. I think he came back for a second year um, at Michigan State, but mm-hmm. might be wrong on that. So I, I like the talent here. I don't know what's going on with Plumley here, but he's out. So that uh, looks like uh, P.J. Washington has been benefiting more as the 4-5 kind of hybrid there. Uh, but John, any any final thoughts on Hornets? They got a bunch of guys averaging about twenty fantasy points per game, so they're a deep team for fantasy. Uh, even if you need to pull Jalen McDaniel's PJ, uh, some of the other pieces for a game or two. But uh, what do you what do you think here for a close? I just uh, Lomelo, he's at the center of it all, and uh, you know all these guys are having fantastic o- offensive outputs. At least the kind of the key ones we talked about: Rogier, Ubre, and uh, Bridges. And so Lamelo with eleven assists and only seventeen points himself. He's obviously not jacking a bunch of shots up. He's really just controlling this offense and facilitating. And I like the low turnover number too. I mean, he's he's a legit point guard. And uh, just steady ball again. We're gonna so it's Bucks Hornets tomorrow night. That'll be a fun uh, live look for us to take a peek at the Hornets. Uh, yeah. But uh, this was fun. We have to get out of here for the evening. I got to do the fantasy football waiver wire show for tonight. But it sounds like 
Tuesday nights, we're going to try to hit Tuesday nights more frequently for you guys. Uh, so next week, we'll, we'll try to get the show back together here. And uh, I don't know, hopefully we'll have a lot more info for you guys and just more names and more games to look at. So, uh, Drake, John, thanks for hanging out tonight. We'll uh, And thank you, everybody, for watching. We'll see you guys next thank week. Yes. Enjoy, enjoy that Golden State uh, Phoenix Suns game. If you're going to watch a game, that's probably the game to do it. So uh, take it easy. We'll see you guys later. Peace. <laughs>